So what is everyone's favorite part of a podcast? Well, clearly it's the hastily recorded segment that they tack on at the beginning where they explain what exactly went wrong with the audio in the episode. So that's what I'm going to give you guys today. Casey and I recorded, uh, attempted to record, and it was a mess. Had a bunch of problems. Satan. Satan was moving against us. So we gave up on Zoom and took things, very impromptu, took things to Twitter Spaces, recorded live on Twitter Spaces. We would have, you know, if we'd known what we were doing, we would have given you guys some notice, but it was uh, a kind of desperation mode at that point. So that's why the audio sounds a little bit different. We did a CCM video breakdown. Uh, we had special music by Amy Carlin lined up. So we're not, you know, normally we bleed in like the CCM music in the background. A little harder to do that on this one. So that the bells and whistles aren't quite there. We're saving Amy Carlin's music for next time. Um, just want to give you guys a heads up and say that it was 100% Casey's fault. That was, that was what was behind this. So enjoy the episode, enjoy the inappropriate jokes that may or may not make sense uh, because they're referencing things we talked about before we jumped on Twitter spaces. Um, you know, it was awkward, so we just left it in there. That's what she said. And finally, a shout out to Danny and Casey who are celebrating their anniversary as I record this in a bathroom because it's the only quiet room I can find in my house at the moment. So... We will see you guys very soon. This is this is innovating. Are any podcasts recording on Twitter Spaces? That's what I want to know. <laughs> we are in 2023 doing what no other podcast is willing to do. We just record live on Twitter because we can't make any other thing work. And while we're doing this, we're logging on to AOL Buddy List, and we're going to be sending each other sick memes. Yeah. Buddy List. So I'm going to change my um, away message on AOL Instant Messenger to BRB podcasting. <laughs> Do you remember like when people would have like their their call signs like a Bible verse? I don't remember. Uh, <laughs> Uh, on the uh, on buddy list at one point in buddy list my my avatar was a picture of pete yorn uh-huh. and i had it set up to where anytime i sent somebody a message it would shriek like a monkey <laughs> perfect perfect <laughs> you know the early 2000s were a magical time yeah and what was your screen name again please i had please. several i had several uh, i think like- i had Mr. Suave or something? I think I, it was E. Suavo for a while. Suavo. Yeah, because anybody who's ever known me would immediately think of something suave. Yes. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> okay, so are you, this is, how are you recording this? Is this recording automatically or you get to, you can pull the audio? Uh, yeah, it records it automatically. So we don't need to record separately. No, Not that it would work. Not that your <laughs> mic would work. Oh my gosh! <laughs> is there a chat feature like people can chat while we? Oh, see, there is a chat. No, maybe not. I don't know. 
No. This is uh, this is riveting audio. I just want you to know. Okay, listen. <laughs> this is my first Twitter space ever. We're celebrating episode 230 episodes by pivoting to Twitter spaces. <laughs> Uh, this this uh, riveting as it may be, this audio really does not compare to the twenty five minutes of dead time as we tried I to can't figure hear out. You. You're <laughs> you're you're lagging. No, your your audio is gone again. Okay, no, it's back. Wait, wait. <laughs> you're doing hand motions in the video because I couldn't hear anything. Should should we even try to like uh, should we should we even try to like retrace our steps here? Do you want hey hey Casey? You want to talk about intimacy challenges? I mean, <laughs> sure. Why not? So Matthew, Daniel, and I are on day twenty-five. <laughs> okay, so we were talking about intimacy challenges because. You sent me a video from something, somebody's TikTok or Instagram, where a lady and her husband are on the video, and she's talking about how they're on day 25 of a 30-day intimacy challenge. And for those that are hashtag blessed enough to not know what an intimacy challenge is, it's where you are required to be intimate for a specific number of days in a row. To, I don't know, prove that you can do it, prove that you have the stamina for that. <laughs> just, she, so they just, you know, after they had a baby, it just becomes really easy to not make intimacy a priority because, you know, babies, they say, are a good amount of work and they kind of make you tired. So, yeah, we were just, <laughs> we were discussing why we need to talk about these things on social media in the first place. Uh, and I don't know. We, it was very discombobulated, our conversation. <laughs> what, are, what are your thoughts? Your thought was, why, why are they acting like it's a big deal to have sex every day? Doesn't everybody do that? <laughs> well, it's just, it's really fortunate that this is brought up because my wife and I are actually doing an intimacy challenge right now. We're right in the middle of it. It's called uh, Did Bathsheba Rape David? Oh my. <laughs> Don't worry. I'll edit that out. Or will oh, I? Sure. That's going to be super easy to do on this Twitter space audio. It's going to be so easy for you to just edit out your joke. <laughs> oh my gosh. Who would make a joke about Bathsheba what? raping David? Who, who would do that? Here's what I don't understand. If you're like, you know, you're, you're, you and your spouse acknowledge, okay, we're not making this priority. We should probably, you know, figure this out. That's great. I think that's, that's great to acknowledge. Why do we have to go from like, we're not making this a priority to 30 days in a row? <laughs> is, there not, is there not some sort of in between? Like, hey, maybe two times a week is better than nothing, right? So maybe we start there. And I just, 
don't understand the 30 days in a row, like all or nothing. We're either going 30 days or, you know, we're just not doing it. I, I want to know what happens on day 31. That's what I want to know. Uh, a lot of napping. <laughs> Um, maybe reminding yourself that you have other hobbies that you, you've been neglecting. Pick up a book. Maybe have a real conversation. <laughs> I mean, if if the intimacy challenge works, though, in theory, if if you take day thirty one off, does that does that mean does that invalidate everything you just did? Does that mean you're now not making a priority? I hope not. <laughs> I think the point you brought up when we were taught, we were going back and forth about this over text is just like, I, if if someone if something works for you, great. Like if this is working for you, great. But when you put it out there, you know, on social media, like what what does it actually accomplish for anybody else? You know, because what works for some people might not work for others, and <sighs> the nature of influencers. <laughs> so, so I'm going to give you two choices, and you have to pick one. Okay. Why do people share this? Is it because they're sincerely trying to help? Three choices: Are they sincerely trying to help somebody, or are they doing it to pat themselves on the back, or are they doing it because that's like you said, the nature of influencers that they just feel like every moment of their lives has to be documented. I think it's all three of those. Okay. I really do. I think a lot of influencers really do feel like it is their calling to help people. And they do that by sharing the details of their lives. Okay. And also they get the dopamine hit when they do that by the, you know, tens of hundreds of people, you know, complimenting them or even just commenting or liking or whatever. I think it has to be a combo of all gotcha. of those. That makes sense. I don't know what that lady's name was. I know her husband's name was Daniel. Their daughter's <laughs> name was Georgia. I think it was in her video, like her handle, but I don't remember what it was. Maybe like Jenna or something like that. Well, you said that correctly. Her husband's name was Daniel because we're not sure. <laughs> He's dead now. <laughs> but what a way to go. Passed away. <laughs> 30, 30 straight days of sex. Fit him in. Seg. Excuse me. Seg. I don't want to pick up any uh, any untoward thoughts here. <laughs> Guy with a smile on his face, though. <laughs> or it was, I don't know. It was like kind of a smile. Kind of just. <laughs> how would we even describe it? <laughs> I also like the I, one thing I do love about these kinds of videos is they say things that are just so obvious. Like, <laughs> coming, I know, I know a lot of moms can relate that having a baby is just like all encompassing. Like, <laughs> you literally brought a huge into the world that you need to take care of. Of course, it's all encompassing. What else are you supposed to be doing with your time? <laughs> Keeping a baby alive. Jeez. 
Okay, since we may or may not have editing capabilities on this, I'm just going to go up. I'm just going to push it to the hilt here. Uh, okay. Daughter's name was Georgia. Uh huh. What are their other kids' names? <laughs> okay, so I have this idea for a name <laughs> for you to, to use, like, in an article or something. Okay. Which you might have already done it, but I, I wish I could remember when I thought of it. I thought of it the dumbest time ever. Naomi, but the the end is E I G H. So oh, gosh. Naomi. <laughs> oh man. I think that's definitely going to be their second child's name. <clears throat> well, let's Georgia go ahead and, and Naomi. Let's offend as many people who might listen to this as possible. Uh, I'm going to say they're they have a Brooklyn somewhere. Okay. Okay. <laughs> son, what is what so is their only... son's name? Okay, so if we're going locations only, so we have Georgia and Brooklyn. The sun is Dallas. Dallas! You took it out of my mouth. Dallas. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> oh, these poor people. They're just trying to survive having a new baby, and we're just ragging on them. <laughs> oh, they'll be fine. It's I not... think you should put my alternate audio on Patreon, though. You have to like post post a link to the original, and then you can put my my alternate audio up. It was very unhinged. <clears throat> well, okay. I mean, it's not like they're fake Christians or anything. <laughs> I don't know what that joke is about. Well, that was one of the. Uh... The, the the grandma brigade that came in on Twitter. Oh, oh my gosh, I totally forgot to get all of that together. It's fine. It's like okay. It's not going anywhere. And now I can't. That's what I she said. Like, I can't. Um, I don't think I can like use two screens. I have to keep my Twitter screen on Twitter. I guess I could do it. I don't know. I'm afraid to mess things up. You can... Okay, we'll do that next time. So next episode. We will go through and make fun of people who once again think that Matthew Pierce is serious about anything ever on Twitter. Because Matthew dared to ask Beth Moore if her new book had CRT in it. <laughs> and people thought he was serious. And the comments were beautiful. Just perfect. It was... I have my I have my text up on my um on my computer. Hold on. Let's see. <laughs> I have to get through all my editing of your sub stack first. <laughs> okay. Yeah, here we go. So somebody said you said at Bethmore LPM. How much CRT does your new book have in it? Which is perfect. You didn't ask her if it had it. You said how much. So Jane Go says, wow, the holiness on this timeline. It's a shame the church isn't taking the lead on some pretty serious pro-life issues. Instead of this petty eating our own. How is the world compelled to follow Jesus when they read this drivel? Drivel. Your tweet. 
I can't believe the world will never be compelled to follow Jesus if they read your tweets. And then Graham responded to Jane. Exactly. And Mr. Pierce is a perfect example of a fake Christian. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad I have these on my computer so I can do this. You, okay. You know that Beth you know that Beth was dying when she saw all those. Oh, oh, she loves it. So Marsha uh, she says, evangelical thought leader, hum, translation, a Pharisee, and Sadducee. <laughs> well, you know, Pharisee is one thing. That's your theology. I don't think you can be both. Pharisee is <laughs> one thing. I draw the line at Sadducee, though. <laughs> okay, this one is actually kind of weird. This is uh, Amy. <laughs> I don't know if she's like trying to have fun with you or are you hangry here i'll make you a cornbread because i hate to see you snatched bald-headed for running your mouth on mama oh no she's definitely defending that <laughs> and then she does the slash puts on an apron hands matthew a glass of sweet tea and jerks her head toward the table indicating he should sit down and cool his britches Cool it, Matthew. I can't cool my britches. I'm in the middle of an intimacy challenge. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Are you hangry? That's a great one. Okay, I love this, too. Lance, who's definitely having fun, she actually confesses in the book that she voted for Trump the second time. I can't remember where, though. Trump fans are going to have to read it probably multiple times to find it. <laughs> and Santa replied, Lance, I read the book, and I did not see that. I have it on Kindle. I might could search. But I please, please do. Please search and let us know. I love that. It's like, Shanda, Lance is, Lance is being funny here. Just like Matthew was trying to be funny, but... Everybody took it extremely seriously. I think that is. I know there were more, but I think that pretty much sums up what you sent me. <laughs> the the ones that I, I really got tickled at were when, when Beth responded and her uh, brigade of followers that had ridden in on, a, on their tricycles were like, <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. I know, because she responded. You have, to, you have to read it and find out. And we're like, oh, we're here. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. Okay. Beautiful. So. Should we we run through the, uh, considering this may be the only uh, workable audio that we have of this episode. Okay. Should we we go through the housekeeping one more time? Sure, yeah, let's do it. All right, so. we wanted to say hello to Brian, who is our new patron. Hello, Brian. Thanks for supporting the show. Um, I don't see Brian's name on this list of people listening to us live. So is he a real fan? <laughs> if, uh, if, uh, if you've sent me something on Patreon, if you've sent something to the show and I, I didn't respond, uh, please try again or, or send it to me on Twitter I said this on our corrupted audio that we were messing with before, but um, Patreon's being Patreon's being weird 
with me. And like, sometimes I get notifications for things and then when I click on it, it's gone or I can't find it. So if I've ignored you, please don't take that personally and please just reach out again and, right. and let me know what's going on. Also, if I've ignored you, don't take that personally. I haven't been on Twitter in seven weeks. So Matthew forced me on Twitter to do this Twitter space. <laughs> and it's going great. It's going great. And yeah, but anyway, thank you, Brian, for supporting us. We appreciate it. Seriously. Yeah. Great. Okay. So are we going to talk about this Stephen Curtis Chapman video? Yeah, and it'll be fun. It'll be wonderful. So normally people who are listening have a chance to pause, but the <laughs> six people who are live listening are not going to have a chance to pause and go watch Stephen Curtis Chapman's video, Lord of the Dance, which is what we're breaking down. This was my choice, and I wanted to tell you a little bit about my what like when I was choosing. So first I pulled up an Amy Grant video, Lead Me On. And I just, I, I texted you, Amy Grant just always knew exactly who she was. And I just love that about her. There's not really much to that video to talk about. I mean, it's just her basically outside singing. There is one part where she has a leather jacket on. I also didn't know if that would be great for you to watch because she's legitimately beautiful in this video. Just absolutely at her prime. So I, I didn't pick that one. But then I don't I uh I watched a video of Sandy Patty singing this is not this wasn't a music video, uh singing uh We Shall Be Whole Soon. It's a video from like nineteen eighty three and uh it's incredible. I I just I'm a big fan. I know that she's the most probably one of the most uncool singers in all of CCM, but Wow, that is incredible. That sounds like a Spotify playlist. Uncool CCM. That's basically my whole Spotify. <laughs> that's that's like I I I own that playlist. <laughs> so wait, real quick, back to the Amy Grant video. I don't. Yeah. Could you see Vince Gill like lurking in the bushes while she's out there singing? <laughs> I think it was way before Vince Gill. Okay. But... So Gary Gary Chapman lurking in the bushes then. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she was probably still with Gary then. Okay. Uh. <laughs> Just dropping jokes that nobody will get. That's that's what we do. Oh, I'm sure people will get it. Okay, so Lord of the Dance, which I don't. I didn't look up what year it was. What, what was it, like early two thousand? Ninety six. Ninety six. I'm right on. Okay, 1996, Lord of the Dance. So the way that we do these videos, we have a few like uh, a few categories to go through. Mm -hmm. So first we have, um, I don't remember how you describe them. Can you take this over? <laughs> okay, categories. Uh, let's start with casting call, where we casting call. where we take the characters in the video. It may may just be one character, like like this one, and we yeah. describe. What does this person look like? How can we describe this this character? Okay. Okay. Casting so, call. Stephen Curtis Chapman. How would you describe Stephen Curtis Chapman in this video? Okay. I think <clears throat> that he is a white associate. Uh, obviously, he's white. He's, a, he's an associate Baptist pastor who has read 12 books on racial reconciliation, <laughs> but still posts 
posted on Facebook that CRT should not be taught to kindergartners. Oh, man. <laughs> we're, we're in the ballpark. We're not in the same section, but we're in the same ballpark on this one. Okay. I have him as senior pastor at 6.15 a.m. at the men's prayer breakfast trying to act like just one of the guys. <laughs> oh, man. I, I, feel, I feel for every man that you just described because that's definitely a thing. He's he's got the you can't wear you can't just wear a t shirt because he's a senior pastor so he's got to right. wear like the unbuttoned yeah. you know lumberjack shirt on Giant top of it jacket that's what it's called <laughs> jacket yep. shirt jacket yeah and he's just standing at the grill you know standing at the stove <laughs> folding the eggs on top of each other as he scrambles them and trying very hard <laughs> to just be one of the guys perfect okay what's next. Who who is he trying to emulate? Like what secular singer? That's that's the next thing, right? Well, do you want that? We, we usually play if it's a band or a group, we play the age game where you try to guess the age. Um, oh, I this... have his age guess. Okay. I guess he was forty three when he made this. <laughs> oh gosh. He's... Am I right? Am no, I close? no, not really. He's thirty four in this. Okay, well, <laughs> not too bad. <laughs> you know Jerry That's Seinfeld really agree- young. Jerry Seinfeld agrees with you he said that age is just a number <laughs> also Dennis Quaid oh gross okay so alright he's he's four, 34 okay he looks older than that to me here I think it's the, I think it's the it's the whole look it's the clothes his clothes are very big and oversized and yeah. Okay. Who do you think he's trying to emulate? This is tricky. I really struggle with this one. Um, I said I really do not know. Because I feel like a lot of CCM um, in this era has this factor, like some, this, this something about it that makes it not really feel like it could fit in any other genre. It just, mm-hmm. like, is CCM. Like, when you think of, like, mid-90s, late-90s Mark Schultz, it's okay. like, that is CCM. There's no other person that, like, you could say, oh, they're they're trying to be like this person. So it's his own thing. I would put, like, Jeff Moore in that category, yeah. too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. yeah, I'm feeling that. I. If you held a gun to my head, like, this is a really imperfect one. Because it's it's going to sound weird, but teeny bit of Dave Matthews in there. Okay. Yeah. A little bit. A little bit. Little whiff of Dave Matthews. Okay. But you know, it, you're right. It is kind of on an island, a little. If not an it's island, a, a really peninsula. Really hard to pin them down. It's really hard. Some I've of always you... felt that way. Like you could change some of these words for this <clears> song to try and sound like secular, but it still wouldn't like fit on the radio at the time of like, oh, this is, you know, this person or that person. It's just its own thing. Yeah, I mean, some of these videos we do, like the 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 influences are like really cut and dry, like they're really easy to pick out. But mm-hmm. I, I, I agree with you here that it does kind of, it's, it just sounds like CCM, like you said, like it doesn't, yeah. that's just what it sounds yeah. like, is CCM. Yeah, yeah. 
I miss those times. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So let's just talk about this video. And I just have one quick question for you. <laughs> okay. Uh, what is this video even about? <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't figure it out, really. There's like the New York scene, a busy, a busy New York scene. Uh, but... to, to answer your question, everything that this okay. video is about is about everything. Okay. And we're gonna... It's about life. Like it was a general life video. I, gonna... got, I, got, I got tickled thinking about, you know, the, the, um, the team, the, the Stephen Curtis Chapman music video team on the streets of New York. <laughs> Let me, uh, let's just walk through it here. Uh, we have the circle of life. Uh, right, we're going right. to go from baby all the way to old man, little yeah. uh, little existential angst there. We have uh, yeah, great value, uh, Anthony Hopkins. I we think it's who that guy looks like. <laughs> we have uh, young Stephen Curtis Chapman was in fact Dennis the Menace, so we've got the streams <laughs> crossed there. Uh, and then we see him encounter a, a African American man from the 1940s who is dancing on right. the street, uh, who gets led away for reasons that are unclear by a cop. How did that happen? That's one of my notes. Why uh, did this guy get carted off? Because he's he's very clearly a time traveler from the 40s, and the cop right. was from the 80s. <laughs> right. So this, like, Stephen Kerr Chapman was a kid in, what, the 80s? Or, like, the, the 70s? Those 70s-ish. Yeah. yeah. He's a kid in the 70s. So <clears throat> why, why, is, why is this happening? And where are his parents? Like, why is, why is young <laughs> Stephen the Menace... Uh, wandering the streets like <laughs> by himself, <laughs> taking taking dancing lessons from yes, a, from a, a street dancer, a time traveling street dancer. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't figure out what this video was actually about. What was it? I, it starts with him, you know, because the song starts pretty mellow, and he's like in a bar, <laughs> like a. It's it's a he's playing for an audience that's a very small intimate audience like a it looks like a bar it doesn't look like a coffee shop but it's definitely not like a big venue because mm -hmm. everybody's just right there so and he's you know talking about being born and then it just cuts into just a whole bunch of clips of things. And I have to say, for this song being about dancing, Stephen Curtis Chapman basically does not dance in this video, which I found odd. Did you feel cheated by that? I did. I mean, like, I am the dancer. Well, show us your stuff. There is one weird move, which I'm bummed we don't have video right now, so I could I could do this for you, where he's, like, in front of the building kind oh, of hugging I know. himself. I know what you're talking about. The, the like the, the crumple, like when he crumples himself. <laughs> weird i think that's basically the extent of his dancing that was in the whole video that was a visual representation of my teen years right there <laughs> <laughs> a little like angsty crumple where you just uh, hugging yourself because <laughs> nobody else will <laughs> okay um what are there? I don't have a ton of notes because I was basically just so perplexed. Well, you're missing whole... you're missing a couple categories here. Let's let's be sure we cover the bases. Oh, okay, okay. How 
How horny is this video? Oh, I don't really feel like this video is very horny. That was my initial. Maybe I'm, like a four, a four. Yeah, I had it like as a five or so. I, I found it at first watch through like not horny at all. Second watch through. I mean, he's he's kind of moderately frisky. <laughs> he's got a little edge to him. He's a maybe little little hangry, if you will. <laughs> I mean, I think yeah. Can we I, say I, it's hard well, because we started with we started with that Family Force Five video that was just off the chart. So <laughs> I we started with something just so crazy because now anything else is just like oh this is nothing that was the godfather <laughs> of ccm horniness <laughs> it really was <laughs> okay what else did i miss uh well we got the mvp which is kind of hard to do when there's only one oh well, definitely person. the black break dancers they're the mvps of this video there's no i mean there's no doubt did they get them from the same casting agency as the hot girls from the Family Force 5 video? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, I'm sure it's just a, a dance dancing casting agency in Nashville that just has all the hot people on call to dance for the CCM videos. I like, uh, I like you know, we talk sometimes about the 90s and the, like, you can't waste sometimes. an well, like you can't, <laughs> you can't like music videos in the '90s. You can't waste an image. Like everything has to be, like yeah, just hit you over the. Everything has to mean something. So we could have had that black guy just spin a basketball. No, mm -hmm. let's have him spin a globe on his finger. Because <laughs> <laughs> the symbolism in that is going to blow everyone's socks off. <laughs> I miss that. I, I need to be I need to be more aware when I'm watching of like how earnest everything is in the video, how everything is trying to mean something. Because mm -hmm. it's definitely there. <clears throat> yeah, earnestness. Big big word for the uh nineties <laughs> music videos. I got a lot of. I'm uh, just gonna have to cut me off at some point. Um, oh, okay, let's hear it. That's good. A lot of a lot of thoughts about the video. Just a, a quick thought. Uh, this is a Baptist audience. This is a Lifeway type right. audience, yeah. and the song's about dancing. Like, <laughs> just interesting. Pretty bold. Yeah. Thirty-four year old Stephen Curtis Chapman was just—he was ready. He was, he was doing it. <laughs> he was. Um, I, we talk about we talk about influences. Uh, so maybe not like for the, maybe we couldn't, couldn't pin his sound down exactly or precisely. I do think it's interesting if you kind of catch him at this moment, it's a really interesting moment in Stephen Curtis Chapman's career, because he started off as, um, sorry for the back-to-back -back James Taylor references here, but he had a, <laughs> like a, when he started, it was really soft, almost like inspirational music. Yeah, yeah. Very James Taylor, like Michael Card kind of music, mm -hmm. and then when he started gaining traction, the mullet came off. Um, <laughs> he, they put him in the studio, and he started churning out these like CCM anthems that were mm -hmm. like really polished and glossy for for mass mm -hmm. appeal. And so when you hit him at, at Signs of Life, which is the album that this came off of, 
there was kind of this buzz of like he chopped off his his you know his glamour hair and yeah there was this buzz coming in like he was going to make something really organic that was like going to be really different and he was going to go back to his roots or whatever that whatever that means and came out with this which was kind of shocking for him because he didn't really do music like this yeah 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 and the the thing i would like to to know is this is 96 how much how much of this like heavy edgy turn that he did was influenced by Jesus Freak? Mm. Oh, that's a great question. Great that insight. Was one year, yeah. one year prior, he saw DC Talk go from, you know, this sort of mm. hip hop novelty act. They turn in this really hard, heavy album mm-hmm. that just goes nuclear in the Christian right. world. Right. I wonder if he yeah. sees that and thinks, so, you know, maybe I don't have to keep making these CCM anthems. Maybe I can you know, mm. make something a little more edgy. Wow. Those are great thoughts. I'm looking at the Signs of Life uh, song list and Let Us Pray is on there. The second most played song from the list on Spotify. And we sang that in our Crossfire vocal group. <laughs> and I so I and I can still hear and sing every alto part of that song. So <laughs> I'm sure that's what the people are dying to hear. Well, and even though it was kind of a, a, for him anyway, like an edgier album, it did have a lot of radio play. Let Us Pray was big, Signs of Life. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Free was, was a really good song. And mm-hmm. there was at one time, I'm, I'm drawing like on it was Walk the Talk or something like that, was uh, on the soundtrack for the Apostle movie with, with Robert oh, Duvall. Yeah. yeah. Um, so. I don't yeah. have any other notes on the video. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll just, I can keep going because I, I also got really, I did a deep dive on this. I got really interested in the concept of Lord of the Dance because uh, our older listeners can probably put this together that this was, this was he was not the yeah. only one that came up with this concept. Michael right. Flatley with the, you know, the, the dance troupe, the, the big production, right. Lord of the Dance. So it got me to thinking, okay, who came up with this first? Um, and it, I gotta say, inconclusive. Oh, really? Yeah, inconclusive. Michael Flatley's Lord of the Dance, Stephen Curtis Chapman's Lord of the Dance came out like in a very, very short window of like I can't remember exactly. It was like interesting. Forty-five days with of each other. So that's crazy. Is it a coincidence? I mean, maybe. Like it's it. I don't know. It'd be really hard for one of them to have gotten awareness of what the other one was doing and then yeah. created it that quickly. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's crazy. So I don't know. Big, big, uh, big year for uh, Lords of <laughs> Dances. Lords of Dancing. <laughs> uh. <laughs> okay. Is that it? <laughs> it's really hard when we can't see each other. <laughs> no, we we still have one category left. Um, okay. Well, actually, I have two things. Uh, one, we we cannot let this moment pass without bringing up. Um, this is where we really need the video, but it'd be funnier without it in a way. 
the most devastating impression I've ever seen in my life, which is kind of a bold statement, but oddly enough, belonged to my father, who oh. was, uh, you know, never, never totally in the Christian music scene, but was kind of aware of the people uh, orbiting through it. And one night at the dinner table, we were talking about it, and somebody mentioned Stephen Curtis Chapman, and he just decided he was going to uh, make fun of Stephen Curtis Chapman. And <laughs> the joke was, uh, this was back when he had the kind of like the long glamour hair and the uh-huh, uh-huh. Heaven, heaven in the real world uh, era of Stephen uh-huh. Curtis Chapman. Okay. And my dad said, he has no features. He has no features. It's just totally blonde. And he picks up a, like a white napkin and holds it over his face. And he says, <laughs> look at me. I'm Stephen Curtis Chapman. <laughs> that's, a, that's a dad move for sure. It was brutal. It was absolutely brutal. He just destroyed that man's career at the dinner table. <laughs> Heaven in the real world hair was definitely something. That must have been the album before. Yeah. Yeah. Girls in my youth group were uh, really taken with Stephen Curtis Chapman. Interesting. Which is curious because he, let's just say he had a lot of dad vibe. I watched um, the the Great Adventure video to see if I wanted to do that one. Mm-hmm. And there was a shot in that video where he looked so much like Jesse Clemens. <laughs> 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 Which I had never seen before. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> Did you have confusing feelings at that point? No, I didn't. <laughs> does this mean I don't like Cedar Curse Chapman or does this mean I like Jesse Clemens more? <laughs> Ask me when I'm not in the middle of a 30-day intimacy. <laughs> you know, what really spices up the uh, 30-day intimacy challenge is when your wife has you hold a napkin in front of your face. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> we'll edit that out. Don't worry. Yeah, I'm sure we will. <laughs> Okay, there was one final category we did not get to, which was, uh, what do we call it? This was duet or remixes, or I can't remember. It's hard to to do this podcast when you don't, when you're uh, just staring at your phone and having notes in front of you. Yeah. Basically, (laughs) if, if you had the chance to sub out the artist and have somebody else do the song instead, who would you choose? For comedic okay. value. Who did you pick? <laughs> <laughs> this one, like, really, I had several. The one that made me oh, laugh, okay. the one that made me laugh, and it makes no sense whatsoever, but it was just funny in my brain, was Sugar Ray. Can I have Sugar Ray doing this song? Oh, I thought we had to pick another CCM person. No. Okay, it can be either one. Oh, okay. I didn't do this either. I need to make a list of all the categories we're supposed to do for these videos because I think I missed like half of them. <laughs> oh, gosh. I think I would like to see, uh, like, who's a, somebody with a very airy, breathy, like a male with a very airy, breathy, high voice? Maybe like Toby Mac. Sam Smith. <laughs> Yeah, perfect. 
Well, we already know what a Toby Mac Stephen Curtis Chapman mashup sounds like. Yeah. What song did they do? Got to be true. Oh my gosh. I would have been fine never to remember that existed. Can I uh can I have a little bit of Bob Dylan doing this? I don't know. Can you? Do you have it ready to go? <laughs> when the day of the Tennessee River <laughs> in a small Kentucky town. Uh, perfect. And also Fred Durst. You know, can we just have Fred Durst doing this song? Limp Biscuit. <laughs> That's kind of the answer for all of them. I just, you know, can can Limp Biscuit just cover every Christian song? I uh, <laughs> that would be a fun list. Which song would you most want Limp Biscuit to cover? Waymaker. Circle of Friends. <laughs> another time in another place and oh, Fred Durst I watched has that video too the other day of them singing that live because there's not a good version of the music video if any of our listeners have access to a 4k version of another time another place music video you could send that to me directly anyways I watched them perform it at the Devil Wars Sandy Patty and Wayne Watson and his hair in that video, wow. He was on top of the world. His hair was so audacious. Does, not just a mullet, but like the whole style was incredible. This is going to, this is going to sound like a bad joke. I don't know if anybody has been with the show from the very beginning. But you know that Wayne Watson actually came on this podcast and I asked him about yes. the hair. Yeah. I asked him if it was a mullet and he got kind of annoyed and was like, yeah, what? it wasn't a mullet. <laughs> oh, I have photographic proof. It was definitely a mullet. Yes. I know oh. that sounds like a joke, but like when we started this podcast, like I, I kind of had this thing of like, well, I'm going to get like all like the, the, the leading scholars and, and celebrities <laughs> of Christian culture. And everybody said no, except for Wayne Watson. Wayne Watson was like, yeah, sure, whatever. And then you ended up with me. <laughs> oh, how the mighty have fallen. <laughs> Shout out to the choir. <laughs> All right. All right, so that was our CCM video breakdown of Lord of the Dance by Stephen Curtis Chapman. Super fun. So yeah. next time, next episode, we're going to do my tweets. Because uh, I really don't want to read those without being able to see your uh, <laughs> face. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> just, just seven weeks worth of angry tweets from Casey. That she... Oh, I don't think anything's really angry at all. It's all, some of it's funny, some of it's very random, some of it's very dorky. It's, it's, it's on brand. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, thank you guys for joining us on the, uh, yeah. the sort of impromptu. If you just, if you just hopped in the, uh, for the live folks, yeah, we had some, 
little bit of trouble with Zoom today, so. Yes. We had trouble on multiple fronts. Zoom <laughs> and uh, the microphone. So, yeah. Let's, uh, have you got to go? Have you got a second? I got a second. Let's see. I see. Uh, I, I already see told it. you I'm not making dinner, so. <laughs> <laughs> I see Ohio Laura. What's up, Ohio Laura? You want to? Let's see. Ohio Laura, would you like to jump in with us and say hey? Yeah. Just send her an invite. Let's see what she says. She might have screaming kids around her. Well, that's true. <laughs> I'm just going to send her five different invites. Yeah, that's. I think that's what she did for me. It worked great. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't an issue at all. See, this needs to have a chat feature because, like, people can't. Okay, you actually yeah. you actually missed this, but uh, Simon tweeted at us and said, "I think chat chat is just a tweet on the thread." I should have told you that before we started. Oh, okay. I think that um. Oh, yeah. I think we should get a fun, sexy Bible time Discord. Because then we actually could, um, we could probably record from Discord, and then people could listen live and chat while we um, recorded, which could be a distraction, but it could be fun, too. What's up, Laura? Laura, turn your mic on. <laughs> there oh. we go. Hey! Hey! Hi! Hi, Laura! I'm sorry I missed most of this. I just just turned it on. Well, we didn't know we were going to do it until uh, Zoom failed us, so we just <laughs> hopped on here to be ignorant. Yeah, it was <laughs> fun actually. It's uh, it's rec- it's recording though, so everybody can can play it back from the beginning. Awesome. What's uh, what's going on in Ohio? Uh, I don't know. I put some chili in the pressure cooker for dinner. Um, nice. I don't what know. Time, what time do we eat? What time should we be there? <laughs> um, tonight's a, a little different because there's, there's a drum lesson happening. Somebody else has to go to a meeting, which is why I chose oh. chili because then we, everybody can yeah. eat whenever they need to. <laughs> yes. Drum lesson in your house? No, uh, he has to go to it. The music school. Okay, but does he have drums at home? Yes. <laughs> so you're actually Saint Laura from Ohio. It, oh my! Well, gosh. It, we we got him an electric drum set so okay, that it can okay. be, you know, turned yeah, up or down. <laughs> yes, that's good. We did. We used to have a keyboard it's that not the too kids bad. could plug headphones into. And that was nice. And now we just have a, a real piano, which is great, but also yeah. very loud. <laughs> <laughs> Casey, you've been Casey. You missed a lot of this uh, since you've been okay. off social media for so long. But uh, since you've been taking a social media sabbatical, uh, Ohio Laura and a lot of the other listeners have really been saying that uh, that they just want this podcast to pivot more towards the college football content. Oh, is that what they've been saying? 
Okay. Yeah. Also, <laughs> also, they've been saying that they they generally take my side whenever we disagree about something. Oh, okay. Yeah, I figured. <laughs> <laughs> I know that we disagree so much on here. <laughs> this all this controversial content we talk about. Lots of room for disagreement. <laughs> Just can't believe you made that that David and Bathsheba joke. Gosh. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Or are you guys on spring break? Uh, no, they they've got two more weeks. Okay, all right. Yeah. We're on spring break this week. It's really nice to not get up so early. <laughs> Laura, you got anything uh, new on the crafting front? Ooh. Um... I'm back to working on the baby blanket for the baby who is almost a year old. Um, all of my all of my kids get their baby blanket when they are at least a year old. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Do you knit or crochet? I knit. Okay. My daughter. I mean, I I oldest. started. Go on. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> I was just gonna say I started I started the blanket before she was born, but then you know when she's born, I don't have time to sit down and knit. You know if I'm sitting down, I'm feeding yeah. her. So, yeah. um, but yeah, so now I'm I'm back to working on it at least. So our oldest uh, learned how to crochet on a Saturday, and by Monday night she had made herself a little knit knitted or I guess crocheted crop top shirt that she could wear. So Oh my gosh. That's, that's uh that's Danny's she's Danny's child, not mine. Because <laughs> she goes, It's really easy actually. Like, you know what? <laughs> Do you know how many times your father has said this to me about things that he just picks up and does? It's really easy. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh that's what Kendra and I said about the thirty day intimacy challenge. Laura <laughs> wasn't here for that conversation. You'll have to listen back. Well, she she knows us. She can she can probably piece the joke together given what she's got. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think we're gonna end this. We just want to say hey, yeah. Laura. And thank hi, ben. you. Thank you for listening. <laughs> yeah. Hey Ben. Hey to the uh, everybody else that popped in. Yeah, that was fun. Oh. All right. We'll try to pull this and, and edit it together okay. with some stuff and, and get it out on the feed at some point. But this, okay. uh, if you want to hear all the bad jokes, just go ahead and listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> all, right. all right. We'll see you all. See you later. Bye. Bye.